now time for the Mike Wagner Show. Powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. The Mike Wagner Show brings you famous celebrities and amazing people from all over the world. Listen online at themikewagnershow.com and on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And watch the interview on YouTube. So sit back and relax and enjoy the Mike Wagner Show. Hey, how you doing, Mike? It's the G-Man. What's going on, man? <laughs> hey, G-Man. It's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, and this is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be seen on the YouTube channel at the Mike Wagner Show. Make sure you subscribe. You can also... Watch the episodes and also download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And also, you can also take the Mike Wagner Show with you wherever you go on any mobile device. And also check out themikewagnershow.com or a lot of great shows. We're back once again with the great, very hilarious Alan, the G-Man Gitlin, the funniest man on the planet right now. And he's got some great updates. And G-Man, how are things been shaking? Thanks for having us back again. Everything's good, Mike. I got a lot of stuff to tell you about. Uh, I got a lot of good, interesting stories. Got some new stuff I'm working on. A lot of good stuff since last time we talked. Oh, that's fantastic. And, of course, you know, you know, of course, we heard about your funny stories with Jennifer Aniston. you also been on yep. uh, quite a number of commercials and everything. And um, yep. I just love to hear about that Jennifer Aniston story, first of all. We've... Um, you talked about a number of times how you got your career started. But I think your big highlight's been Jennifer Aniston, and I just get a kick out of the fact that you did better than Jennifer Aniston. You can just uh, tell us about that yeah. real quick. <laughs> well, you know, she did a movie called The Bounty Hunter with Bradley Cooper, and uh, it was shot in Monmouth Park in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And they shot it on a day where the track wasn't running. And there was about 500 extras, and I happened to be two rows behind her. And she had a line. She, they went to lunch together, Bradley Cooper and her. And I don't know, I don't know if they got went to a motel or went to a bar. I don't have no idea. But when she came back, she had like a line that said, "Don't chase me anymore." And it took her forty takes to do that line. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they had a rendezvous in a motel, or she sat at a bar for about an hour or what. I don't know, but she couldn't do her line. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that is amazing so. too. You can catch um, the G-Man on the Bounty Hunter movie. You can pick it up uh, anywhere you go, like on Amazon or YouTube or any other place. We can uh, rent DVDs or even and Redbox as well too. You can catch it on any uh, cable channel. And plus, you also worked with uh, Vince McMahon as well too uh, for a little bit. Yep. You can just tell us about that uh, wonderful adventure. Yeah, I was in. I was in a commercial. One of the first things I really did uh, in my second career was. Uh, I was on a WWE commercial that was shown on Channel 9 locally in New York. About uh, must have been shown about 200 times, maybe. And there was, uh, it was a pretty funny story, actually. Um, he was looking for guys that were six feet and over and weighed, you know, around 220, 230, 240, and could play football. And so I'm about 6'3", about 220, so I fit the bill. And um, New York City from my house is about 45 minutes. We had to be there at 6 in the morning, so it means I had to get up at like at 4 in the morning. Uh, to be in the city on time. And they take us up, 11 of us in a van, up to Rockland County, New York, which is about an hour outside the city, north of the city. And as we get there, they said, oh, you have to sign a waiver uh, for Vince McMahon 
uh, was a commercial with a combination of um, the w- the XFL, the WWE, and Stacker Two when the XFL was around. So I'd say it was around two thousand and three or four or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't quote me on that on the exact year off the top of my head, but uh, anyway. We get up there and they say, "Hey, there's a waiver here. You got to sign." And this thing is about uh, thirty or forty pages, made up by Vince McMahon's lawyer, and uh, you had to be a lawyer to understand it. Number one. <laughs> uh, so we, so as we're reading it and trying to read it, all of us, we say to the guy who gave it to us, "What happens if you don't sign this thing?" And he promptly says, "Well, guess what? If you don't sign it, you won't be in the commercial. We'll take you right back to New York." Oh, so it was my. kind of like a catch twenty two because we could we really have a choice either you sign it or you're not in a commercial basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it was very hard to to you know like we had no choice really. So we signed it and uh, it was it was basically so that you couldn't sue WWE if you got hurt because we were playing football in the snow and it was about um, ten degrees that day and the XFL cheerleaders were freezing because they only had on was cheerleader outfit. Of course, the guys liked it because their boobs were sticking out, you know. <laughs> and um, China, the wrestler, actually got fired because she was supposed to be there, and she was in a drunken stupor with X-Pac or whatever they called him, uh, Sean, I forget his last name, but he they were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, and they were in a drunken stupor for the weekend. And um, it was like a Friday or a Thursday or something. They were already drunk, and they couldn't get a hold of either one of them. And they both got fired at the time, and... Uh, Vince McMahon had to dub in um, Kane, the big red machine, and into the commercial later on. And it was funny because it goes back so far that they actually ran out of film and had to go back to New York City to get film. Oh, my like gosh. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And, and of all the things, you had to sign a waiver, but then right. a little catch-22, right. they had to stop the commercial just to go get film right. in New York. It's like, right. didn't they realize right. they, they had this planned? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> they had to go back an hour into into New York City to get film. Oh, my goodness. Of all things, so, it's the stuff you can't make up, no, and I'll tell you that. You cannot, you cannot make this up. No, you cannot make this up. And, and of course, too, we'll talk about uh, you know some of the lift stories that you have as well, too. And by the way, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and by, I got some good lift stories. Yeah. Right, but I, let me tell you about some of the stuff I'm doing now. I had a, few, had a couple of things, uh, really cool things happen in the last couple of months, which is really cool, all good stuff. Uh, I was in an AT&T commercial that's on their website for the new uh, phone, Concera, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. It's on their website, and it's on YouTube, but it's not uh, It's not on regular TV or anything. Um, and I play it. It's a new app they put on their phone for delivery men and construction workers, and I played the delivery man at the time. And I'm the only one in that part of the commercial. But it's, a, it's about a two-minute commercial. I'm in the last, I don't know, 15 seconds or something like that. that is, it was a pretty cool commercial, though. It was a pretty cool commercial. That is something. What are and, um, Go ahead. Huh? No, go ahead. And uh, I got a. Uh, I was in a movie just last month in Brooklyn, where I play a police officer uh, that's coming out on the internet, and also one that's coming out on the internet called uh, The Bend. It's about a guy who doesn't um, stand for the Pledge of Allegiance, and I played the football coach in that. So it's pretty cool. And um, my, um, I talked about my script once. I don't know if people know about my script that I wrote. Um, I wrote an original idea called uh, Adam Goldsmith, Private Eye. It's about a guy living now that uses no technology. He's a cross between Columbo and James Bond. And um, it's Columbo because he figures stuff out by his gut. 
And he's James Bond because he's betting everything in sight, including his secretary. As a matter of fact, that's how she got her job. She couldn't pay uh, her bill, so they worked it off. And she decided to stay with him, and she actually has knee pads in her drawer. And when you can't find her, she might get a look under his desk. But oh, we'll, my we'll leave that alone for now. We'll leave that alone for now. Yeah. And um, also, I'm also putting together a comedy act with a black guy right now. Uh, he's going to be Frank White. I'm going to be Willie Black. <laughs> uh, called the Unpolitically Correct Comedy Crew. And uh, one of the bits is, I just run one of the bits by and I wrote a lot of bits already. Um, that uh, I'm Jewish, so he asked me, what, are, what is, as a Jewish guy, what do you do on Christmas Day? And I say, well, we go to the movies and have Chinese food, which mo- most Jewish people do on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And so the, then I asked him, what do you do as a black man? And he said, well, why are we at the movies eating Chinese food? We're robbing your house. <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be called the Unpolitically Correct Comedy Crew. And he's going to have a white sh- shirt with black letters that says Frank White. I'm going to have a black shirt with white letters that says Willie Black. <laughs> that, that sounds funny, too. And, uh, of course, that's in, the right. wor- that's in the works. So you have to tell us um, on Facebook where we can find it. So, so who do you have well, in mind to um, play those parts as well? Well, for 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 um, uh, Adam Goldsmith, you're talking about correct, yeah. correct, yes. Yeah, for Adam Goldsmith, we're, we're getting. I have a friend of mine in. Um, I think you had him on the show, Mike uh, uh, Dre Boyd. Yes, that's right, Dre Boyd. I remember he, him, and he's a friend of mine, and he's doing. He's got his own production company in Chicago, and we're getting the actors together now, and we're taking submissions uh, in Chicago, and then we're going to narrow it down to who we want to play. Um, what part for the trailer and Dre has some connections out in LA and hopefully we can be able to sell it to Amazon or Hulu or Netflix and I'll stay on as a consultant hopefully because mm-hmm. um, there's things I want to bring out more to show this guy wants to live back in the 80s before technology took over he uh, drives the first car we ever owned this is the same house uh, that he grew up in eats bre- breakfast most days in the same diner um, he lives with his childhood sweetheart and she knows all about his extras to, uh, extra stuff, and sometimes she actually partakes in it with him. So. That, that is something. We're looking forward to that as well, too. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to yeah. your lift stories in just a minute, and we know you're a driving force. Listen to the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today at 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be heard on the themikewagnershow.com. I shall call catch the mike wagner show on youtube as well too on video at the mike wagner show on youtube please subscribe today and also download and listen to our episodes on facebook soundcloud spreaker spotify and iHeartRadio. and also watch the interview on youtube as well take the mike wagner show with you on any mobile device wherever you go we're here with the g-man alan gitlin from wonderful new jersey he's a world-class comedian he's appeared in quite a few commercials he's been on a number of shows and um and also hosted a, a podcast or two as well and um, read some new material. And he's got some uplifting stories to uh, talk about. And um, maybe you will just uh, get to some of the podcasts you've been on and also hosted as well, too. And maybe for something uplifting. Uh, I've been on a lot of podcasts. I've done, um, um, who's the last one I did? Anthony Williams out of uh, Chicago. 
I've been on numerous ones. Actually, I forgot some of them. But I've done so many in the last year or two. Um, I've also had my own podcast with, a, with my friend Artie. Uh, Hoffman, who was a who is a psychic, uh, psychic, a psychic. <laughs> so I always bust his chops. And Mike, you know Artie also, and Artie's been married three times. And I say, what kind of psychic you didn't see that coming? What the hell? Three, <laughs> three divorces. What the hell? And he always says he can't read himself. So, but he is very good at psychic. And if you want to check him out, it's ArtieHoffman.com, dot com, I believe. He's a good friend of mine. We grew up together, and a uh, real good guy. And um, and, of course, he has those wonderful arty parties as well, too, he loves yeah. to talk about, and yeah. you've been to quite a number yep. of them. Yep, yep, arty parties. He reads, uh, he does, uh, like, ten gets ten women, and uh, he'll give the host, I believe, uh, a free reading or something, and uh, he does very well with that, and he makes a lot of them. He also has a, uh, a window cleaning and power washing company called Peeping Tom Window Cleaning. <laughs> Peeping Tom, I love that. <laughs> yes, so you can't forget that name, which is pretty cool. Yes, and he's, got, he's got, and he's got like four crews, and he he specs the jobs out, and uh, he'll he'll pitch in if they if they're short somebody or need something to be done. Mm-hmm. So he's pretty cool, pretty busy guy, and he's he's a pretty cool guy. Now has um, he, now has he done your windows by any chance? Yeah, he does windows. Yes, no, no, your windows per se, like at your Let's house or your windows. office. What's that? Uh, I haven't asked him to do my windows yet. Well, I think uh, it's I think it's a good time to do so as well too, and maybe your car windows too. So you know, you being well, a car salesman from uh, New Jersey and um, you know, selling all kinds of Fords and everything. He doesn't like to do car windows though. He'll only if there's only if there's a woman in it. He won't do it for a guy. Yeah. And I suppose you want to dress as a woman, you think? Or? <laughs> well, I'm not doing that. No, there's a lot of things I'll do, but that I'm not doing. Sorry, no cross dressing here. That's okay. I mean, you're an actor after all, and uh, you've been in comedy yeah. as well, too. And, of course, you know, yep. you got some really uplifting stories, and, of course, you shared quite a few of them. And uh, tell us about some of your latest tales. It's like, you know, what really drives you and make it uplifting? Um, I just wake up every day um, with a smile on my face, Mike. Mm-hmm. And um, I always say positive attitudes bring positive results. And I'm always upbeat. I'm always positive. I'm, always, I'm enjoying life. And I'm not letting a whole lot bother me anymore. Um, I always, I have a saying now that, you know, listen, things are going to work themselves out one way or the other, either for you or against you, and most likely you have no control over it anyway, so no sense worrying about it. Just go out and do what you got to do for you and your family. And uh, I only worry about a couple of things right now. Um, I worry about my, my children and my grandkids, basically. Mm-hmm. And if I'm with somebody right now, I'm starting to be with somebody, hopefully it seems to be going pretty good. So I worry about them. Otherwise, everything else is going to work itself out, and I probably have no control over it anyway. So why worry about it? That is very, and, uh, that 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 is very true as well, too. And of course, you know, you know, you you take uh, Lyft customers all over the place, but there are some oh, yeah, things yeah. you just can't make up. Well, I don't know if anybody heard this story before, but this is uh, one of the funniest stories of of Lyft that I ever heard and I've ever been around. And if I didn't, if I wasn't involved in it, I, I wouldn't believe it. I pick up a guy in a town where I grew up in, and his father puts him in the car. The guy's about 35 years old, and he goes, listen, you're taking him to rehab, and this is rehab number six for him. This is the last shot. <laughs> so he's in the back, and he's bobbing his head up and down. We're talking a little bit here and there. It's about a 40-minute ride, and it's a nice ride for me, and um, I'm getting paid pretty decent for it. So he's telling me he was an athlete in high school, and he still owns records in one of the local high schools, and he won a golf tournament yesterday. He's a scratch golfer or whatever, and uh, um, 
He got drunk as a skunk afterwards, and his father said, that's it. You know, you're going to rehab again, and that's it. That's the last time I'm putting you in rehab. So on the way down, he's telling me that he wants to buy a bottle of gin. And I'm like, what? You're going to rehab. Yeah, I want a bottle of gin before I go. So I said, listen, I'll stop it. I'm not buying it for you, pal. So we, we decide we get off the highway. Right, we're about a quarter mile to the, to the rehab place. And he stops, out, he stops and gets a bottle of gin, and he drinks, he drinks half of it down. They bought like a pint, and half of it's gone, like instantly. And he gets back in the car, and he was wearing shorts. It happened to be warm that day, and he was wearing shorts. And he put it, he put it in the pocket of his shorts, and he, we get to the rehab place, and he won't tell the lady his name. And she said, listen, we're paying for this ride, and we're going you know, to get paid back by your insurance, but we're paying for this ride. We can't chuck you in. You know, we know you're coming, but we've got to know, who you, you know what your name is. And he won't tell her. So she tells me, don't don't go anywhere, and you might have to take him back to his father's house. No dollars are ringing in my head, like, oh, that, another, it was $50 down, it's going to be another $50 going back, whoa! So, uh, <laughs> you know, so anyway, I stick around for a while, and he, he finally gives her, you know, the name inside, and she comes out, and, then he sa- and she says, you know, he, he blew 3.0 in the breathalyzer. At, four, at 4.0, we sent him to the hospital. So I said, as soon as that 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 um, the pint of rum or whatever um, gets in the system. Uh, I said he'll blow four point oh in about a half hour. Take my word for it, he will. And she said, "Where's the, Where's it at?" I said, "Look in his shorts. He's got a whole. He's got a pint in his short in his shorts." And sure enough, he she found it. And she said, "We got to retest him in about an hour." Oh my <laughs> so god! I, I assume he went to the hospital after that. You know. But here he is going to rehab, and he wants to drink on the way. I mean, what's wrong with you? And it was rehab number six. And all the way he was talking about that he had his son re- taken away from him because he's an alcoholic. You know, and his wife, his ex-wife was on the phone arguing with him, I guess, about something. I don't know what. You know, uh-huh. I was hearing the conversation. But, I mean, what is wrong with this guy? I mean, rehab number six, really? You're not, you're not, it's not like you're an old guy. You're 35 years old, you know? It just makes me think Amy Winehouse, it says, I don't want to go to rehab. No, no, no. That song right. must have been in his head and trying to emulate Amy Winehouse. It's like, I don't of know all what the people, hell, I don't I'll know, tell you. <laughs> I don't know what the hell his problem was. And then there was another one. I think I might have told you this one before. I don't know if I did or not. But um, I used to be in the car business. I didn't sell. Well, I did have my own lot at one time, a long time ago. But my I was on the outside doing advertising. I, run, I ran an auto auction online. Um, I worked for a couple of Ford dealers getting selling parts and service. And um, so this this nice-looking black girl gets in my car, and she's, unfortunately, she weighed about 350 pounds, but she had a very pretty face. And she's talking about she wants to buy a car, and I'm telling her the best thing to do is, you know, lease a new one, buy a used one. And the next words out of her mouth were, um, hope this doesn't offend you, but I've been leasing out part of my body for years. <laughs> and leasing she tells part me the of the body? body part, what? Okay? And, and she tells me the body part. Now, I cleaned this up for the for your radio show. Do I need to know this? Do I care to know this? <laughs> I don't really care. And I don't really don't really care about it, okay? Uh-huh. And she proceeds to have to tell me this. And she proceeds with, I hope this doesn't offend you. So she knew what she was saying was out of line, number one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but, you know, I've been around the block a few times, and it doesn't bother me. Just I don't know where it came from. That's the only thing I don't understand, you know. 
<laughs> and that's still stuff you just can't make up. And you sometimes wonder, where are these people these days? And, of course, you know, I'm sure you've picked up some other interesting customers as oh, well, yeah. too. And, um, yeah. you know, that stuff you still can't make up. I mean, no. you had a guy that was like, uh, totally drunk. You had a woman that was 350 pounds, you know, telling about this and that. And, I mean, I guess um, yep. another situation, it's like, you know, what's the, what's the next unusual thing? Well, I pick up a skinny young black girl, very pretty, about, I would say she was about 23 years old, very thin. And I hear her say to her, she's on the phone with her boyfriend, and I hear her say, you know, this older white gentleman picked me up for a lift. Now, this girl went a half a mile, half a mile. I just want, I'm really going to, you're going to see why that half a mile means is important. Mm -hmm. So, they're talking, and I, I hear her say something about, we're going to do the nasty later, right? <laughs> I guess he said, yeah. And next words out of her mouth were, but there's certain things you don't like to do on me. And she proceeds to tell, tell him what she says what it is. Uh -huh. Do I need to know this? Do I need to know this? You went a half a mile. You couldn't talk to the guy out of the car and tell him this? Oh, my you tell gosh. Him in the car. I don't understand this, but what do I know? Hey, it, it, it's just some people don't think, you know, on their phones and everything, and go a half hour and such. And um, no you, filter, have, not no have, filter at all. Have no you, filter at all. Have you actually had couples uh, get in the car and do the uh, wild thing as well, too? Have you ever encountered that or no? Well, no, let's no, put it this way: not, I don't have I don't have autopilot on my car like that, that like that uh, porn star did with her boyfriend a couple weeks ago. Did you hear about that? Uh, no, I haven't. I'd like to hear more okay. about it. Okay. Well, you know, the Tesla has. Uh, in their new cars, has the autopilot. You can, you're supposed to touch the wheel every couple of minutes just to make sure that the autopilot's working. Mm -hmm. So you can set it for like you want to go to Burger King or McDonald's or down the street, whatever. You know, you put an address in and it goes there by itself. So her and her boyfriend decided they were going to do the wild thing in the back seat while the car was on autopilot. <laughs> and she she sent the video to to uh, Elon Musk who owns Tesla Motors. Hey, this is this is how good your autopilot is. We could make love in the back seat while the while it's on autopilot. Now she's a porn star, which I never heard of. So I'm not saying I'm a porn expert, but um, I never heard of her. I don't know anybody that ever heard of this girl. So apparently she's not a big porn star. Apparently she just wanted publicity. Maybe I, I, I think I, I think it sounds like it's just like you know she'll be forgotten about 15 minutes. You know after what happens with the Tesla car. But go ahead with it. Right, right. So it was a big thing on the internet. And uh, I think it might be taken down now. I don't know. But she sent it to Elon Musk to say, hey, look how good your autopilot is. I can make love in the backseat of my boyfriend. Oh, jeez. Oh, of all the things people do, unbelievable. Right. right. And he actually said it. He actually said, I thought somebody might try that one day, but I was hoping, you know, hoping it was a long way down the road somewhere. Not now. You know, <laughs> is isn't that something? I'll tell you. I mean, I mean, you just heard every story possible, and what's been the most unusual as of late that has never been topped by anybody? Um. Well, you know, I was just told somebody this the other day, and it, it, it's something that my dad was a pretty straight laced guy, and he told me this joke when I was twelve years old. Of course, as a kid, you don't really understand it. And I just told a joke to somebody the other day, and they said that's one of the, one of the funniest jokes I ever heard in my life. And so I just, I don't know why it came to mind just now. I don't know why, but it did. So my dad told me this joke. I was about 12 or 13, and I didn't understand it until I was like, I don't think I, until I was 14 or 15, maybe. I didn't understand it. Uh, and the joke is that these two bums, they haven't eaten for about a month, and they're starving, 
and they find a $20 bill, and they're arguing. Let's go this way. Let's go that way. Let's go this way. Let's go to the old log in. Let's go to the, the old Fox run, and they settle on the old log in, and they're arguing how to get there. Let's go this way. It's faster. Let's go this way. It's faster. The guy, the guy with the $20 bill says, listen, I'm going to go this way. You go that way. We'll meet at the old log in. So the guy without the money gets there first, and he's waiting about a half hour. He said, son of a bitch, the guy took off of my $20. We're best friends. I'm starving. I haven't eaten anything for a month. What the hell happened to this guy? So he walks back up on the other road, and the guy is all bloody, waving the $20 bill. And he says, what the hell happened to you? He said, well, I saw this car with the windows all fogged up, and I, I knocked on the window and asked the guy, how far is the old log in? Oh, my gosh. Well, at 12 years old, I didn't understand this, okay? Oh. Why my father thought I understood it, I didn't know. I didn't understand until I was at 14 or 15, to be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> And I never forgot that joke. Is that funny? I never forgot that joke. Isn't that something? You learn something new every day, and I'll tell you. <laughs> and, and I, oh, I never ahead. forgot that joke, Mike. I mean, that, that joke now is... Uh, I'm 66. That's, that joke is about 54 years old, 55 years old. <laughs> and, and, and still hilarious as heck today, I'll tell you that. It's a funny that. joke, yes. It is a funny joke, actually. <laughs> and, the, person and, I told, the person I told the other day thought it was hysterical. Oh, my God! It had to be a woman. It happened to be a woman who thought it was hysterical. <laughs> of all people, isn't that something? Yep. yep. <laughs> a 60-year-old woman thought it was hysterical. So. <laughs> And, and, of course, another question is, uh, two men walk into a bar and... Right, 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 yep. So, yeah, that's just a funny thing that happened just, just the other day, actually, and I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, and... why, I thought, why I thought to tell this person that joke that day, I have no freaking idea. No idea. <laughs> I, 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 assume maybe we're, I assume maybe we're talking about my father or something, and I just came to mind. I came to mind. I don't know. <laughs> and, so. and, and, and stuff you just can't make up, I'll tell you that. No, no you cannot. Absolutely not. No. And, of course, we know no. you're very uplifting, and uh, we'll just uh, get to more in just a few minutes. Listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking a budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable, custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. That's 1-800-303-3960. Or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. Mention the Mike Wagner Show. Get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Also, the Mike Wagner Show can be heard on the MikeWagnerShow.com. Also, catch the video on YouTube as well, too, at the Mike Wagner Show. Subscribe to YouTube under the Mike Wagner Show. You can also download and listen on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, watch the interview on YouTube as well and take the Mike Wagner Show with you wherever you go. We're here with comedian Alan Gitlin out of New Jersey talking about his... Um, latest ventures appeared in a number of commercials and yep, some of the yep. history involved and everything and also being a stand-up comedian and of course you've been a lift driver with all kinds of uplifting stories as they say with stuff you just yep. can't make up and of course in terms of uh comedy appearances uh tell everybody um where you're gonna be uh appearing next for stand-up comedy um i don't know yet because this act is uh, the black guy with the black guy is is going forward and we have a guy in um in Roanoke, Virginia, and also Lang City that wants us, and we have a guy on a cruise ship that wants us. I just, matter of fact, I just, we just recorded a CD, about a six-minute CD, which I just sent out uh, the other day to these guys and waiting to hear back from them. Uh -huh. So um, we'll know shortly. I would think
think we'll probably end up in Roanoke, Virginia first, and maybe on a cruise ship down the road or Atlantic City. We don't know yet. Oh, well, it sounds like you're um, going to be on tour for a while then. It's very possible, and um, my partner has a full-time job, and I'm semi-retired, so if he can't do it, I have a Spanish friend that's, uh, that, that's Puerto Rican. He may do it. Instead of uh, robbing a house, I'll, I'll say he rob, he's robbing me with a knife when I come out of a Chinese food restaurant. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that'd be an interesting combination, you know, Chinese food and uh, robbing yeah. everything else. I think that's a right. great combination. <laughs> but we're, we're, you know, he's like a backup if my black partner can't do it. And then his name is actually Chico Mendez, and I'll make my I'll make my name Chico Mendez, and he'll be Frank White. That's all. So. <laughs> or or I'm thinking Chico and the Man, that classic uh, send me sitcom yeah, with uh, yeah, well, we Freddie Prince. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I'm just, for them. I know. I'm his, just his real name is Chico Mendez, so I can use his name, Chico Mendez. That's you know, that's mm. his real name. So <laughs> it just. Um, it just made me think of that uh, classic uh, comedy from the 70s. I love watching yes. Chico and the Man, but too bad Fred right. Prince um, took his life Ready too soon. And, uh, right. and it was right. just really sad. But, yes, it's yep. like, you know, you know, probably one of my big influences in comedy. And, uh, you know, hopefully yeah. people can uh, take up after you as well. Yeah, well, you know, my two favorite comics now are um, Ron White, who tells a lot of stories like I do, and um, about his life and stuff. Everyday life is funny, Mike, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and and also Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham's not the best ventriloquist, but his humor is very quick. Uh huh. And that's and he controls his puppets very well, which makes him his humor very funny. Right. And of course he he's got to make a lot of money now because he's got four kids. He's got to support, and they're all young. So wow, um, I did not know two, that. He's got two with his first wife. I think the oldest one is about uh, twelve, and he's got two twins that are about five or six now. So with his second wife, who was a stage manager at one point, I believe. Hmm. So. Um, oh my goodness! That explains why he uh, comes out to places a lot. He was at the Biz- he was yeah. in Bismarck uh, maybe a couple of months back, but that started at five yeah. o'clock. And I thought to myself, don't yeah. don't, don't uh, act start like at seven or eight o'clock. I find it strange, but it's like you uh, know, he might have played from five to eight or something like that. Five right. to seven, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, depending on who he brought out, depending on who he brought out, you know, um, you know, Peanut is real one of us, and Jose Jalapeno is one of us, and Walter. Yeah, and of course, you know, uh, Bubba J and, you know, um, he's got a few characters that I'm not thrilled about, oh. but most of his characters are pretty good, though. And, and of course, you yeah. know, you think of Ahmed as well, too, you know. Ahmed, of course. Sorry. Ahmed was Ahmed was his main guy for a long time. Yeah. Sorry, you know? I kill you. <laughs> right. I kill you. I kill you. And, and, right. and, and I still remember the part where um, I was watching this in his earlier acts as well, too. You know, he, he gets right. to know, hello, I'm Lady Lohan. You know, just uh, jump right. out of the, um, the suitcase, you right. know, pretend to be with the, uh, was it FAA or that um, that right. travel agency right. security or something? Airport right. security. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. TSA. TSA, yeah. Yeah, TSA, yeah. that's right. And then there's also, there's also AJ, which is Ahmed Jr. <laughs> Say, let's kill you. Yeah, he's got, he, he comes. He speaks with the English accent. AJ. Oh, Silas, I kill you. <laughs> I, I guess yeah, I'll have to no, watch some. I yeah. guess I'll have to watch AJ, some Jeff Dunham. AJ, uh, there's a there's a bit between AJ and uh, Ahmed where Ahmed doesn't know that he, he hasn't seen his son in a long time. Uh-huh. He's trying to figure out who who his mother is. And he said, I don't know. If she had a number on her back. I don't know. Seventy two virgins. I don't know which one it was. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Seventy two virgins. <laughs> yeah, because there's you know Ahmed's a, a you know a dead bomber. You know. So, you know, he's a, 
So she say, he said, you know, I don't know who your mother was because she had, I only bought a number on her back, a number 54, I think, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> or, or just pick any number, any number as well. Right. So it could be 1, 11, 69, 72, right. 14, or, um, right. you know, whatever right. it is. Yes. <laughs> so, so. so there's a banter between him and Ahmed. There's one of the shows where there's a banter between him and Ahmed. I mean, yeah, AJ and Ahmed, and it's a pretty funny bit, you know. <laughs> and, um, and, 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 and it sounds like it as well, too. And, of course, you know, you also had your other influences, and um, you'd be happy to yep. talk about that as well, too. Well, you know, George Carlin, and, and, and I'm compared, my my comedy is compared to Seinfeld, but George Carlin was a big influence on me, which was, he was great. And Buddy Hackett, I loved Buddy Hackett when he was around. He had a great storyteller, and just had a way of laughing his head off and making you laugh. Just Buddy Hackett was one of the funniest comedians, I believe, ever, as was George Carlin. And Buddy Hackett tells a story that's so funny, that's ridiculous. As a matter of fact, um, in my act, I tell a story that I actually give him credit for, which is one of his, um, was one of my favorite Buggy ha- Buddy Hackett stories. And he did it on Johnny Carson about, uh, it's got to be 30, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, and what it is, is this guy goes duck hunting, and he shoots down a duck, and the duck lands on a barn, and he goes to get it. And a farmer comes out, and the farmer says, where the hell do you think you're going? And the guy says, I'm going to get my duck. And the farmer says, wait a minute, that's the duck land on my barn, it's mine now. The guy says, you're freaking nuts. I shot it down. <laughs> and the farmer says, listen to me, that duck land on my barn, it's mine now. And the guy says, listen, I've been out here six weeks, it's the only thing I shot down, i got to go back with something. So the farmer says, where are you from, by the way? He goes, I'm from the city. He said, you don't know country rules. And he goes, what do you mean country rules? Country rules, you shoot something down. It lands on my property. It's mine now. The guy says, please, please, I'm begging you. I got to go back with something. And they go back and forth for about 45 minutes. And finally, the farmer says, you know what? You don't seem like a bad guy. I'll tell you what. Well, so does country style. And the guy says, what do you mean country style? Country style, I kick you in the nuts, you kick me in the nuts. I kick you in the nuts, you kick me in the nuts. Who's ever left standing, that's whose duck it'll be. <laughs> and, the guy says, and the guy says, not for nothing. That sounds a little painful. But if that's what I got to do to get my duck, then let's go. So the farm's okay, but I go first. And he kicks him as hard as he can. And Buddy Hacker rolls on the floor. Nina, 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 Nana, Nana, Nana. Oh, my God, mother, oh, my God. And he knocks over the coffee table where Ed McMahon used to have his coffee. And so the crowd's going crazy. And he's rolling on the floor, you know, back and forth. And finally, he gets to his feet. And the guy says, I guess it's my turn, huh? And the farm says, nah, you can have the freaking duck. And the place just goes wild. <laughs> it goes wild when he does that. And a funny, funny joke. And I actually tell that in my act. And I roll on the ground just like he did. And it's a funny, funny joke. Just is. You know? Oh, that's just nuts, they say. Just nuts. Yeah. It's just a funny, funny joke. And the whole audience went crazy. And Johnny Carson almost fell off his chair when he heard the punchline. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so funny, man. It's still a funny joke. It is still a funny joke, you know. <laughs> oh, my and, God. <laughs> uh, and then one of my other ones that he didn't tell, but I, I think he, I don't know who told me this joke. I don't know if it was, I don't know if I heard it from him or from uh, somebody else, but um, I tell this in my act, and it's a funny, it's a funny, funny joke. Um, about these three guys that go golfing every Friday for 10 years, and uh, they come home one Friday, and their wife say to them, hey, guys. We put the two-week vacation for you. And they go, where? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And they're jumping up and down. All right, guys, we're going to play golf. All right. The women say, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't play golf while we're down there. And the guys are like, are you freaking nuts? That's the golf capital of the world except for Florida. And the women say, listen, if you play golf while we're down there, 
We're coming home on the next flight. We don't care what it costs you. The men are like, are you freaking nuts? You know, we're going to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We're supposed to play golf. That's what, it was, that's what we're going there for. So the women say, you can't play golf while we're down there. End of story. So as men do, they think about it for about an hour and a half. They go, listen, guys, at least we're getting away. So we'll go with them. So the, they, this, they go away. And, and at Myrtle Beach, and the first week, they're absolutely dying. Everybody's asking to play golf. There's golf court, and they can't play. The second week comes Monday. They're leaving Saturday. They get together, three guys. They listen, we're booking a 9 o'clock tea time right now for Friday. We don't care what the women say. We're playing golf Friday. So Friday comes, and the three of them show up, and they're talking. How'd you get here? How'd you get here? How'd you get here? And the first guy said, I was smart. I bought my wife a full-length mink coat. cost me $30,000. She said, go play she said, go play golf. Go ahead. Second guy said, I did better than you. I bought my wife a brand new Porsche Carrera 911 convertible. Cost me $92,000. My wife said, you can go play golf. Third guy said, you know what? You're both stupid. They go, what are you talking about? He said, last night I was in bed with my wife. I said, golf course or intercourse? She said, go play 18 holes. <laughs> Goodness, that is something. <laughs> I, there are two very funny jokes that I tell in my act. I, 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 they're, one, they're two of my favorite jokes. I tell them all the time to everybody possible. You know, I, I actually had a couple of comedians on that uh, actually did play golf, and I'm sure that will go over very well too. Like you went to Kansas City, if you go to um, Seattle right. and ran to them, which I'll probably tell you later. I'm sure they love to have a game with you. So, <laughs> yep, yep. so uh, you know, that's that's my comedy, and uh, I'm compared to Seinfeld. My comedy is. Um, I'm an observation comedian, they call me. Mm-hmm. And I went, I went to Caroline's Comedy School in New York City, a famous place. And they can't tell you you're not funny. They try to critique your writing and get used to stage time. But if you're not on stage all the time, you never get used to stage time. You got to be up on stage every week, every once a month, something like that. Because stage time, you know, talking to your friends is one thing, but being in front of 200 people or 250 people is a whole different thing. Right. It's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. You know? And, um, one of the things that I, you know, that I pick up on is stupid things. Let's say, for example, I flew to Orlando about uh, eight or nine months ago, and I was eating dinner, and I noticed they give me a plastic fork with a regular knife. Oh, my gosh. The TSA rules say you cannot have a knife. So you get a plastic knife with a regular fork. Like, I can't do damage with that fork. I could stab you, I could stab you in, the, in the heart. I could stab you in the jugular. I can stick that fork up your rear end if I wanted to. Who knows what I could do with that fork? But you can, you're allowed to have one, though. A regular fork with a plastic knife, because DSA says you can't have a knife. And, and of course, that makes you wonder and say, WTF, what the fork, they say. Right, right. But, I mean, what, why, what is, who, who thought of this great idea? It, it kind, you kind of wonder on that too. It's just, uh, it's the stuff you just can't make up, you know. Like you said, and right. um, you know, I don't fly very often per se. And of course, you know, follow right. rules, be safe, and everything else. But it's like you'd rather just uh, walking with nothing, just well, travel light. Well, here's the thing. Also, on the way back, I felt like having something light to eat. I wasn't very hungry, so I said to the guys, "There is there something like a, can I have a child's meal?" You know, I just 
I just want like a grilled cheese sandwich or something. He goes, yeah, child meal, you get a, you get a grilled cheese sandwich and and like a four ounce uh, glass of soda. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, give me that. Now my mistake was not asking him how much it was. Oh, so one piece of one piece of cheese on toast is fourteen ninety nine. What? Yes. So I said to him, if I knew it was fourteen ninety nine. For another seven dollars, I would got an adult meal. Oh my gosh! Isn't that uh, like, something? What? But that was my fault for not asking how much it was. Uh huh. But I had no, I had no clue that it was going to be fourteen ninety nine. Take my word for it. Mm-hmm. I would never order. I would have, I would have got a steak for twenty two dollars or something like that. You know? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Who the hell is fourteen? One piece of cheese on a, on a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh my gosh! I mean, and can you imagine ounce, that? A four ounce glass of soda. <sighs> wow. Really? Only, 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 I mean, only at the airports. I'll tell you that. Unbelievable, unfreaking believable. That is, that is. But of course, you're you're flying high as well too, and a lot of times you don't need the airports and everything. And um, and of course, love the happy Akin as well too. And um, you know, keep yep. keep us up to date with the projects. And lastly, what's the best advice you can give to anybody right now at this point? Best advice is never give up on your dream. And uh, today, uh, I know today doesn't mean a no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you, if you know, you've got something that's good, don't give up on it. Keep, keep working at it. Keep pushing it. You you know what? It's not sometimes what you know, it's who you know. And networking, 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 networking. I have business cards and I would say if I do 12 rides, a lift a day, five people get my business cards because you don't know who they know or what they know. Right. Okay. And so the more people that have your business card, or knows about your dream, you never know who you're talking to or who they know. Mm-hmm. So never give up and keep pushing. Hard work will get you where you want to go. That is amazing, too. I hear that all the time, and I think you've hit upon the head. And uh, lastly, uh, tell us about your upcoming projects and what's your website, and how do people contact you? Well, my website is www.theg-man.net. You'll see all the stuff I've done. Um the stuff that's not up there is only because I wasn't sent a link. Mm-hmm. And um, I try to promote everything I've done possible if I get a link for it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I got a few things. That, like I said, the last couple of movies don't have links yet because I haven't gotten them yet. They're not, they're not edited yet. But uh, the uh, commercial for AT&T is up there. Um, any podcast that I've done, some of the movies I've been in. I also was in a commercial with uh, one of the first things I did was with Joan London and Bob Smith. And Joan London is a sweet, sweet lady. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a commercial for, they were doing a show called Investigative Reporter, and um, Joe London actually stood up. There was one scene where they tipped, they just couldn't get it right, and I thought she was so cool. She stood up and she said, I just want you to know, uh, us professionals suck, you extras are great. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so cool. I thought that was so cool, you know, that she stood up and admitted that they were having problems with this one scene for some reason. I don't know why. Um and she's a very pretty lady, very nice lady, very, very, very pretty lady, a very nice lady also. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's amazing. And yep, as always, yep. G-Man, it's always great having yep. you on, and uh, thanks for Pleasure, your time. We, we know you like to enjoy Lyft, and uh, looking forward to having you again soon. And as always, keep us up to date. We'd love to hear from you again. All right, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Anytime, anytime just give me a holler, and you know I'll come on your show. Thank you. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Listen online at themikewagnershow.com and on Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. And watch the interview on YouTube. Also, become a sponsor of the program and or donate today at themikewagnershow.com. Join us again tomorrow for another episode of the Mike Wagner Show.